0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. This is California School News Radio with your host, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew, our first program of 2019. Uh, Our next guest is Ken Levine, an an English teacher at Lucerna High School in Whittier Union High School District and a former football coach. While at Lucerna, Ken developed an academic mentoring program designed to help at-risk students program is called Oasis, and that program forms the basis of a series of profiles that has been compiled into a book that Ken has written called Coach the Soul, just released today by Robert D. Reed Publishers, and available at Amazon and other online platforms, including coachthesoul.net. Welcome to California School News Radio, Ken Levine. How are you doing?
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm uh, doing very well. Did I mention that you're a 2012 California State Teacher of the Year? <laughs>
1: That's very nice of you to mention
0: that yeah, well, this last I don't know Saturday how the heck that uh, happened I but it did so it's good <laughs> now I know exactly why it happened because uh, last Saturday I had the pleasure of attending your book release party for Coach the Soul. It was an amazing experience. there were family, friends students, teachers, principals, coaches, current superintendents, former superintendents, you had a whole offensive line of fellow california state teachers of the year and i'm pretty sure a few people from the wedding party next door came by to check it out uh probably for the cookies uh but, but ken uh, it was an outpouring of love for you uh from the people that have, you have touched the most over the years and i know the last person you want to talk about is yourself but what was it like to uh meet with these people that day all of them there to honor you
1: it was uh obviously truly special it was overwhelming to uh, have so many people there and uh so many critical people there. You know, there's so many others that I would have loved to have attended, but I was limited on space, and, and I was directed to kind of, you know, select people who are directly involved in the journey, uh, people who, who, who were right there in the middle of it, and that's who was there, everybody who was involved in the journey. And, and I have to start by saying this right off the bat, that uh, none of this would be possible without my incredible wife, Giselle, 35 years, and she's been my uh, best friend and, and guide and leader to this whole thing, and then my sons, Mark and Clint, are incredible people, so they're they uh, they're the anchor of everything in my life.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, you were coach. Uh, you were co- it's coach the soul, and you're definitely a coach for thirty years uh, total. Uh, most of it in the Whittier Union uh, High School District.
1: Yes, most of it in that district. Yes. Okay, and, uh, and, and a few other then you, places you... as well.
0: Yeah, and then, and then you finally retired from that, and maybe you thought that you are going to, you didn't retire from teaching, but maybe you thought you'd get a little uh, 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 time off. But then you were compelled to create the award-winning program that is known as OASIS. So tell us a little bit about that program and, and the students it was designed to support.
1: Well, again, uh, I have my two sons. My first son, we live in Downey, and I teach in Whittier, and both my sons attended Lucerna. And my first son, you know, was always in, involved in football. He was since a little kid. Clint would always come with me to the practices and workouts all summer, and he wanted to play. And uh, so he played for me, but he made great sacrifices. Uh, both my sons were, you know, they, they graduated in the top five of their class, and, and they're honor students with hours of homework. But the long drive to and from and the hours associated with being a coach, uh, Clint was, was happy to, to uh, endure but when he was graduating, and he did a tremendous job, by the way, an incredible young man and and, and 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 student and football player. But when he graduated, his younger brother was coming into school, had no desire to play football at all. His his loves, were besides academics, were uh, volleyball and theater. So I spoke to my wife, and I said it's more important to be a, a father than it is to be a coach. So I stepped down as a coach and just continued to teach, thinking that I was going to teach English until somebody convinced me that there was something else for me. Martin Plurid asked me to start this program for at risk kids, and uh, at the time I resisted, but after a while uh, I embraced it, and it has truly been the greatest professional um, opportunity and, and uh, experience of my life.
2: You know, Ken, uh, first of all, congratulations on all your uh, accomplishments. And, I, you know, one of the things I know that you hang your hat on is uh, purpose over content. Uh, and uh, it's funny, that seems to be a theme that we had in the previous uh, guest over there. Talk about how important uh, Purpose is.
1: Well, it's always, it's, it's always been in the forefront uh, for me uh, and and how I approach things. I was very fortunate when I was younger. I had uh, some people who really straightened me out, and, uh, you know, I I didn't live in a ghetto for any, any stretch of the imagination, but I lived in an, an area in a neighborhood where a lot of my friends and people around were kind of headed in a bad direction. And I very very likely could have been headed in that direction and was headed in the direction until some people got a hold of me and turned my life around. There's besides my father who is like the epitome of, of leadership and strength in my life, there were three coaches who really uh who really made me see things differently. Uh live life with some core values that directed my life and gave it meaning and gave it boundaries. And uh those those men, uh Coach Dick Torres, uh Coach Jack Molstead and Coach Clint South, they made a huge difference in my life. I mean I, I could never have Uh, I didn't have a path, and they gave me a path. So because of that, that was always what was most important to me as a teacher and a coach. Uh, Building character and and motivating young people was way more important to me than test scores or game scores. It was all about the the journey and the experience, and uh, it always paid off. And it's interesting that in focusing on those things, the other things kind of took care of themselves. We were successful as teams, and we were successful in the classroom.
2: Well, those things usually uh, uh, do fall in place like that, as you well know, with your experience on this. So uh, how many books have you written? This is it. That's right. This okay, so gonna, you say that with it. a, Drew, don't even ask if I'm writing a second one. So I'll ask you, are you going to write a second one? <laughs>
1: um, I, I have something in my head. I, you know, I'm not writing a book just to have something published. If I have a message, and this message was extremely important to me, but there's there's another one that I would I would really like to, uh, to share. And... Uh, it's, hi, Dad. I'm sorry. Interesting. And I would be a, it would be a letter to my Father in Heaven and, and tell him mm-hmm. that. Uh, I, I wish I would have... I, I always respected him and loved him and appreciated him, but I wish I would have praised his name much more openly and spent more time with him when he was on this earth. So that's it.
2: No, that, that, that I, I will look forward to reading that when when it comes out. So, um you know, obviously being a successful coach and um, teacher uh did it make it any easier to write a book or more difficult or not easy writing a novel, uh, not a novel, a book like this?
1: It was a process. It was a it, it took years. It it took years and right. uh and uh and and it I, I knew I had something to say, it but uh so many times I was like a little puppy on a flick kitchen floor, scampering around, not knowing exactly what's going on. And So there were some things, that I, and about five years ago, I thought I had it uh, had a pretty near completion, and it was right at the end. And uh, unfortunately, our house was burglarized, and uh, the people who, who came in and burglarized it took the uh, laptop that it was written on and took the uh, a little box, a wooden box in my room that had the flash drive that was used as a backup and some really very, very special things that my father had given to me. So I was ready to give up. I mean, I was okay, I'm done. I, you know, cause I had spent years on working on it and retooling it. And then I, I have a, a young son who said, no, you're not going to give. you told, you told us never to quit. So you're not going to quit. So Mark, Mark was my inspiration and my taskmaster to get it done. And that's what I did. And the, the final thing, I think I was really close and, you know, you're filled with self doubt. Is this good enough? Is this and that? And, and, and it's, it's uh, it's it's a bit, pretty of a daunting task. And then I have a friend who is an incredible man. His name is Alex Cagetani. He's a 2009 California State Teacher of the Year and a National uh, Teacher of the Year finalist. He's a published author. I mean, he's, he's, he's done a couple books. His, his, his picture was on the cover of Chicken Soup for the Soul, Inspiration for Teachers. And, I, and he, and he, I, he uh, connected with me, and I got the book, and I read it. And I was really inspired to com- complete the journey and finish it and, uh, and submit it, and uh, it all worked out.
0: Well, Ken, uh, we have just a couple of minutes left in this segment, so let's uh, kind of explain uh, the, the the Oasis program is uh, is very interesting program. What you do is you're pairing uh, uh, at-risk students. Uh, many of these students uh, are, you know, came to you after, uh, frankly, other teachers said, I-, "I can't handle this this person." You take into your class you pair, uh, mentors uh, some of the uh, uh, The best students in the school, and then you let the mentor and the students, uh, uh, you know, uh, work together, and uh, you've had amazing results. the 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 grade levels go up. Many of these students who weren't going to graduate are graduating. Um, How did you come up with this concept for Oasis? Well,
1: when Martin Pluard, who was our principal at the time, who who had this idea and the vision at the beginning, uh, he was. Trying to convince me to do this, to be honest with you, I just wanted to, to teach English, writing, and literature, and and follow my loves there. And and he 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 knew that soft spot and that button to push on me, and he pushed it. And then finally, when he he was asked me, "Will you do this?" and I asked him a great question, and this was a, a, a great answer for anybody who wants to be a leader. I said, "Martin, what do you want it to look like?" and he said, "Whatever you want it to look like, as long as it works." And so what I did is I built a program that was very very similar to the uh, the structure of how I coached kids in our football program for many, many years. Uh, I, I built a program that was very strong on positive peer pressure, on encouraging each other, on, on working on values and doing the right things and those right things would lead you to success no matter where you are. And that's what we did. So we went out and we recruited the, uh, the best students in the, in the school to become academic mentors. to give them an hour a, a class period every day to work with these other uh, struggling students students who probably had more, not probably, definitely had more Ds and Fs than other grades uh, in their classes before they, they, they came to us. They came to us after their freshman year, the beginning of their sophomore year. So what we did is we put them on teams and we had little competitions. We made it fun. We, we built a structure and, and a program and a curriculum around core values. Each week we have a different core value that we, we use. We try to instill it in them, but we also use that to teach them how to take notes, how to do graphic organizing, how to prepare, how to write. And so we use it for academic purposes, but we also really kind of brainwash them. Tell them that, uh, you know, to be successful in life, you have to have a mission and a standard and a path.
0: Okay, Ken, listen, I'm going to stop you right there just for a second. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with uh, Lacerna English Teacher and Oasis Director Ken Levine uh, on California School News Radio. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
3: 5486813
2: Love to read
0: but just don't have the time with audible.com you can catch up on reading simply by listening audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks over 85000 titles in every genre
2: and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well
3: why don't you get a hold of progressive medical center today don't live in pain don't have migraines anymore just go to their website progressivemedicalcenter.com this is, your life.
2: Live it well. this is bill gruber with bizvid communications a southern california video production leader we've been honored to sponsor produce write and host many of the fine programs on ws radio over the years so we understand how important the Internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D-communications.com
0: Talk, talk to me WSRadio.com
1: This is California School News Radio with your hosts,
0: Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew. Uh, our guest this morning is Lucerna Eng- High School English teacher, Ken Levine, and also he's the uh, director of the OASIS program there, OASIS, which stands for Organized Academic Support in School. And Ken is also the author of the just released book coach the soul available uh from robert d reed publishers and and mine of amazon and other online booksellers CoachTheSoul.net. ken uh this is an amazing book it's a series of profiles and there's almost 50 in here uh and all the profiles are about three or four pages long most of them uh, are written about uh students that come from the oasis program, although not all of them uh either uh the at risk students or or the mentors and every uh, chapter uh, i believe has one of your signature core values as as a title devotion commitment wisdom courage and uh, as as you as you describe these uh, 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 students and and friends of yours the the, the book is both Heartwarming and heartbreaking for for many reasons, um, and, and and you can tell that you, your your voice in this book is 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 so prevalent. You you're not holding anything back, which is really the, the, the mark of a, a great author. So can we uh, just spend a little time and talk about some of the uh, two or three of these profiles and some of these uh, uh, special people that you, you wrote about?
1: Uh, sure, I'd like you before okay. uh, before we do that. I want to just say one thing. Uh, and, and I think it's important for me to say in regards to the book and, and this whole situation, my perspective is this. Wouldn't it be great if all the people in the world were honest and kind and respectful, resilient and accountable, and empathetic and patient? And if that's true, you know, we're teachers. We're supposed to be preparing these young people for life. So why aren't we teaching that? That's, that's my question. That was a drive in writing the book.
0: Okay, and when you're, one of your first inspirations. Let's talk about who uh, Clint, Coach Clint South, who was present at the, the at the party at the book release party. Uh, uh, one of your very first mentors. Uh, Describe Clint a little bit. He seemed like a little bit of a character.
1: Yes, he's a he's a wonderful man. He's an incredible man. He's he's the epitome of integrity. You know, I coached for him. I played for him in, in, in college, and and uh, he was a line coach. He was he was. He was so extraordinary as a coach. He uh, and 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 yet, as a line coach and a football coach, I never once heard him yell. I never once heard him cuss. I never heard him once demean a player or challenge his character. He spoke almost like a uh, professor in college. But he he would he would raise the the hairs on your arms, and you'd want to march into the hellfires for him just to do anything for him. He's just he was just a great person and a great technician and coach and. Uh, and he stood for all the right things. It was really easy to see, like, like uh, Jack Malstead and Dick Torres before him, but uh, it was easy to, see, easy to see that he cared more about us as people than he did about us as
0: players. Absolutely. And, the, and it should be noted that the uh, uh, Coach South's t- uh, chapter is called Character. Um, yes. And uh, I'd like to, let's talk a little bit about uh, one of your biggest inspirations, which was uh, the the, the student named Stephanie. Um, uh, Again, uh, uh, Stephanie was not at the book release party, um, and and you find out the reason why in the book, but uh, you have told me that that she was one of the most uh, inspirational students that you ever had uh, in the program. Can we talk about Stephanie a little bit?
1: We sure can. Stephanie's the name. I, I don't use the students' real names in the book unless it's the mentors, and I've asked them in advance. But Stephanie is their name in, um, in, in the book. And, and she came to me a little bit later than the other kids. She came to me at the beginning of her junior year, and she had incredibly bad grades, was failing everything, had a very, very um, uh, a negative attitude and perspective on things. She was angry and defiant and wasn't trusting at all. And so she came to our program, and slowly but surely we just asked her. I just asked her when she first came in, I brought her outside, and I talked to her, and I asked her, I said, I want to try to find out what it is that's stopping you from trying. I want to find it is that what it is in your heart that's making you unhappy, but we're going to work on it. And it was a process, but over a course of, of weeks and then months, she, she started to come around. She started to smile. Uh, she, she was less intimidating and more gracious and more welcoming. And then she started doing well. She came in with a grade point average of zero point six seven, and she graduated with either a three point five or three point six seven. And she was upset because she wanted to have a three point eight GPA when she when she graduated. Well, she would start to come. I always have my rooms open, my classroom open at lunch is is a safe place for a lot of kids. And she asked me about it, and I said, "Of course, you're welcome. Come on in." So she would come in and. She sat in the back, and other kids would greet her, and she got to know other kids, and she started to soften even more. And each day, she would work her way closer and closer to me in the front table. And then one day, she said, "Miss Levine, I'd like you to share some of my lasagna. It's homemade. I, I made it from scratch." And and so I I shared my sandwich with me, and she shared the lasagna with with me, and uh, that began really uh, a really look into her life. She had undergone some some incredible incredible adversity in her life. Um, she had two parents that were not really parents. Her mom was addicted to drugs, was pretty much on the street. She was under the care of her grandparents who tried to help their daughter, her mother, but her mother never really seemed to, to take the steps to get better. She had a father she almost never saw because he was always in prison. And I came to know that she had been uh, sexually molested by uh, her older brother when she was 12, 13, 14 years old. And uh, when she reached out to people to try to, when she finally had the courage to reach out to people who should have, uh and she looked to for 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 help um the whole situation was minimized and uh, she was crushed by it so anyway we we made sure that she was her grandparents are wonderful people they just were trying so hard and they were overwhelmed she was getting the counseling and she came into our program and she did better and better became more amiable and so great and 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 then her senior year she became a mentor herself and i'll tell you one story about well stephanie uh is that on when she graduated she graduated the same year as my younger son, Mark. And at the graduation ceremony, I was standing, watching my mom, my son, and with my wife, and basking in the glow of all the things he had done and accomplished. And I looked to my right, and I or and I saw Stephanie, and she was crying, she was sobbing. And I looked, I walked up to her, and I said, Stephanie, what's going on? And she just looked me in the eye, and she hugged me, and she goes, I, I wish you were my father. And I always told her, I said, I am your. Uh, I am your dad, I always have been, and, uh, and, I, and I always will be. And so she hugged me really tight, and she goes, can I call you daddy? I said, of course you can. And so she hugged me really tight and then left. That, that, was, that, that comment is better than any award on a state or any level that I've ever won. That, that's the true measure of, of being rewarded as a teacher, having something happen to that. Well, anyway, when she left high school, she had been doing really well, but she went back into the same dire circumstances from where she came, and fell victim to a lot of things and and was lost. And uh, I tried to keep in touch with her, but I didn't see her every day. And uh, she wasn't there at the, the, the party because she had overdosed on drugs a few years ago. I was told by her sister who called me. And I, I'll tell you something, I went to her funeral with my wife and my son, and we stood there and I was just destroyed by seeing all this and this angel who had undergone so many things. And at the end of the minister's talk about her. He asked if anybody wanted to say anything, and I, I held back because I'm a very emotional guy anyway, and I held back because I, I was emotional, but also I didn't want to uh, circumvent anybody else, but no one spoke for her, and after kind of an awkward silence, I told everybody what an angel it was and what a blessing it was to be her teacher and, and how I knew exactly where she was, and the only two other people who, who spoke for that, on that day were her academic mentor in the Oasis program and a fellow student. So I think that speaks volumes to the environment that we've tried to create. And, uh, again, I hope that, you know, and I talk to her on a regular basis. I know she's looking down at us and, and smiling in a much better place.
0: Well, she's certainly smiling now after the uh, the release of, of Coach the Skull. Ken, uh, thank you so much uh, for coming on the program. Drew, did you have any uh, last, uh, we have about less than 30 seconds now. Drew, did you have any uh, last? No,
2: I uh, just think uh, congratulate uh, Ken and uh You know, if everyone had the same attitude you do, let's be a little kinder, let's be a little more thoughtful. Uh, It's all within us to do that. We would be a much better place. I couldn't agree with you more.
0: Thank you. People, Thank you so much. Coach the Soul, now available on Robert D. Reed Publishing uh, at Amazon.com and CoachTheSoul.net. That's all the time that we have, Drew, for this edition of California School News Radio. Uh, I'd like to thank my producer, Danny Velasquez, and also Val Martinez. And Wade Taylor and everybody else, uh, happy 2019. We will see you next week on California School News
2: Radio. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process That has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at
1: 630-933-0844 or visit LearnItIoT.com.